What's going on everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Unscripted, the show that brings you professionals from all walks of life, touching on their backstory, their mindset, and how they navigate through adversity and opposition, while providing you practical tips that might help you on your path. I'm your host, two-time Olympian, Olympic bronze medalist, author, and motivational speaker, Akeem Haynes. Now, let's get into the episode. Hope everyone is doing well. It's summertime, and I hope the summer plans have been going well for each of you. If you heard last week's episode, then you know we have a little different intro. Let me know your thoughts on the new intro. And if you saw my Instagram post, then you know that Unscripted is now a part of the Believe Network. So a few changes on the show, but it's still the same show. And I look forward to being a part of the Believe Network as we continue to grow and expand the show. It'll still be available on all your favorite platforms, of course. So nothing changes for you, our audience. But I do ask this. If you have a few moments on your hands, please leave a rating and review of the show where you can on Apple Podcasts. You can do that by scrolling down to the bottom of the unscripted episode and you will see options right there. You can do so on iTunes. You can also leave a rating of the show on Spotify. In the podcast space, this truly does go a long way in the growth and the development of the show. So if you could please do that, I greatly appreciate it. And for those that have, thank you, thank you, thank you. So we have a solo episode today. We have a great guest coming next week, but I had a thought that I wanted to share with you. A couple weeks ago, I was having a conversation with a friend of mine, a guy who I started touching base with consistently over the past three to four years, more of a mentorship role in the best way that I can, but we've developed a real strong bond in so many different ways. But he called me the other day and he said, bro, I'm down bad. See, that's never a statement you want to hear in the first 10 seconds of a conversation, right? But we were talking about a particular situation that looked promising, but the result was far from what he expected. And I think that alone is something that we can all understand. When our plans deviate from what we expected, it can be tough to grasp. We ended up talking for about an hour and some change. And I remember getting off the call and I took a moment to myself to say, dang, And in that moment, said a quick prayer. And it just made me think, man, like a lot of things in life are easier said than done. I'm sure you can think of a time in your life when maybe you said that to yourself or to someone. I know I have on multiple occasions. It's not limited to just one situation either. A lot of things in life are often easier said than done. I used to think life was very black and white when I was younger, right? You were either going to do something or you weren't. Simple as that. But I was looking through that through the lens of sports, right? Work ethic and the grind, not the full spectrum of the picture of life. Even though I had always looked at life with a different lens, I just didn't have a certain life age and experiences to see something a little different so I could see the complete picture. But as I got older, aged a little bit more and had conversations with people, I started to see different things from a different angle. And it gave me a different perspective. I realized that there are a lot of gray areas in life. And what I mean by gray area is that there is more 
to the story. I'm sure you've heard a bunch of cliche statements in your life, right? A cliche statement is something that is true, but it just sounds like someone is just saying it just to saying it. But it is often profound and it is often truth as we learn throughout life. Let's touch on a cliche statement. And one of the ones that comes to mind, right, is actions speak louder than words. Now, this is one that is definitely easier said than done, but let's break it down a little bit. I'm on the side of this. I agree with this. This is a very black and white statement. And I used to say this one as well. But the reality is this. You first have to take people by their words until their actions confirm what is true. When you meet someone for the first time, you don't know much about them. You're trying to get a feel for them, but you really don't know all that much about them. But you have to take their word and time will reveal if that statement that they say is true. Long lasting trust doesn't just happen right away. It takes both alignments to make it grow, but it takes seconds for that to fold and you'll find yourself back at square one. It sounds great, but oftentimes it is easier said than done because you don't know what more or why a person might be saying certain things or what is the backstory behind why a person thinks and says what they say. There's more to the story. Let me use a different illustration. I was reflecting on my track and field career the other day, and I was thinking of my final year at college at the University of Alabama. And when I think about that year, it didn't go anything like how I expected it to at all. And before I went to Phoenix the following year to run professionally, I remember talking to my former coach before my graduation, Stuart McMillan. And he was telling me about all the great things that the group had to offer. At the, at the time, the group was called World Athletic Center. They are now called Altus. But at the time, he was telling me about all the great things that the group had to offer. I had worked with Stu McMillan before, and I had a lot of success working with him. We had a good relationship on the track and off the track. And everything that he was telling me, everything that he was saying made sense on paper. And I remember laying in bed the next morning, just trying to figure out what to do. How was I going to attack this? How was I going to make the decision? What was the right decision? Just really trying to harness everything that was going on inside my head and being able to sit with it and move forward with it. Now, I first want to say I didn't question my talent or work ethic by no means, right? I'm always ready and willing to put the work in. I'm a soldier at heart, and I will always be that at the end of the day. It wasn't the physical part of it that was the hardest part for me, but I was stuck on the fact that everything he said that we would accomplish, it sounded easier said than done because the reality of my situation was I didn't have any money. I didn't run fast enough to get a contract or even get looked at. I had never been to Phoenix before. I didn't know anybody out there. I didn't know where I was going to live. I didn't know how I was going to get money to go to these meets. I had no agent. I didn't know how to even get into meets because the school did it for you. I had absolutely nothing. All I had was the possibility that I could succeed and that things would change for me if I went out there, it was an imagination. It was a hope. It was an aspiration, but it didn't mean that it would come true. And so I was stuck in the middle because I knew it was going to be extremely hard and I needed to make sure that I was going to be able to handle the capacity mentally of what it would take to get there. Now, I eventually made the decision and I took a chance. There were, there were some good moments, but there were also some tough and challenging moments. 
I think about a track meet when I opened up 1006, so when dated 1006, right? And I was feeling good about that because we were moving in the right direction. Like my body was running these times and training, but to see it pop up on paper, right? Like it felt good to see that time because I knew I could run those times in faster, but to actually see it was very encouraging. Now, the next week, I ran 10.3. I went from 10.06 wind dated to 10.3. That's a drastic drop because there wasn't a lot of wind. And I remember people were saying, how did he go from 10.06 to 10.03? To like, what happened? Right? And I remember hearing that. And in the back of my mind, I was thinking to myself, right? And this is the first time that I've openly shared this, right? And the reason why I went from 10.06 to 10.3 was because for two days leading up to that meet, I didn't have any money for food. So I didn't eat more than what the hotel breakfast had. I would bring back maybe some yogurt or a couple rolls of bread if there was that. And I would just take bites out of that throughout the day. I didn't have any energy to run. I didn't have any energy to run. But I knew that going into this meet because I understood my body very well. I knew there was a possibility that I wasn't going to run well. So while I was mad, I wasn't too upset at the run because I knew that if I was replenished, I would have had a much better outing and I would have ran much faster. I ended up running better in the weeks to come, ended up making the world championship team that year and got carded the next year. And I was able to at least have food in my stomach when I would go to meets. But the point of that story is to say this, if you've been in a season where people are telling you certain things and you're like, yeah, I hear what you're saying. I understand what you're saying. And trust me, like it sounds extremely good. Like I get what you are saying, but something inside of you is questioning it. You see, they may not be able to understand, but I get it. Because your situation and your circumstances makes it a lot harder to be able to understand what they are saying. Even though they're coming from a good place, even though they're coming from good intentions, it's still easier said than done because there's more to the story. This other thing just came to mind. Do you remember the movie, The Dark Knight? The one that was made in 2008 where Harvey Glantz had a coin, right? And he would toss that coin in the air before he made a decision. He felt like everything, his whole life, was turned upside down for him despite all of the hard work and the changes that he was trying to make. He turned out, he was turning into someone he never set out to be. Someone he never thought that he would be. In fact, he was trying to put the bad guys away. He was trying to put the people who were doing the wrong things in jail. He was trying to put them away. He fought extremely hard to make Gotham a better city. Towards the end of the movie, the coin though, the coin represented fairness in all situations. The coin is either going to be heads or it's going to be tails. Unless you got a double-sided coin, then you know, like you're cheating. But generally, a coin is either going to be head or it's going to be tails. And this was his way. Every time he would flip the coin in the air, every time he would flip it, this was his way of giving everyone and everything a fair shake. He was trying to do good in the world. He was trying to go about things the right way and he still felt like he fell short. And I know there's been many people that have felt like this. 
I've spoken to many people who are kind of in this season, and I understand the feeling. I don't think Harvey anticipated certain things to happen the way that it did. In my humble opinion, I think Harvey was at home one night and said, my goodness, this is a lot easier said than done. I didn't anticipate it to be this hard. And I wanted to use that as another illustration to let you know that you are not alone if you've had these thoughts or these moments inside your head. And if anybody understands, and if anybody is with you, if anybody understands, know that I do. A lot of things in life are easier said than done. But I also want to encourage you that on the other side of that is the growth and the change in perspective that will allow you to see life in its entirety and not just in one lens. I want to close with this and perhaps leave you with a question for you to answer on your own. If someone was to ask you, what does it mean to have a good day? What would your answer be? I asked the same question to someone the other day and their response was this. Sometimes having a good day means I didn't quit. So while the journey is tough, while the journey can be hard, keep moving with the strength you have for each day. And when you think about your dreams, goals, aspirations, and the things that you want to accomplish in life, and not just in your profession, right, but in all areas of life, as you're trying to become a better woman, a better man, a better father, a better mother, a better sister, a better brother, a better husband, a better wife, a better partner, whatever the case may be, as you strive to be the absolute best that you can be, remember that everything takes work. Everything takes time. So try to be patient with yourself along the way. Try to be stern in areas. Try to be disciplined in areas. But also don't forget to give yourself some grace in areas when you need it as well. Things will come into your path you didn't anticipate to happen. Setbacks will come. Delays will come. Redirections will come. But when it does come, you have to do your best not to lose sight of the person that you want to be. No mark is as easy to hit as it may seem. You might hit the mark the first time, but it takes a lot of consistency, choices, every single day, repeatedly, to hit that same mark the next day and rise above and beyond. So stay encouraged, keep the faith, move with the strength you have, and thank you for listening. Before we go, don't forget to leave a rating and review of the show. And if you can, if you're willing, please share this episode with a friend. We will see you next week.